0: for a really great future we're talking real money
1: in the financial media i've, I've discovered that hope springs eternal that folks, a new year new opportunity new, exactly I, yep. I, a, a week yep. or so ago a week or so ago i read an article i think it was probably it was either cnbc or market watch or somewhere like that i don't read entire articles at market watch anymore because they're behind a paywall now and I will not pay for they that. They want you to donate. I will Are not you? pay for that drivel. I will not <laughs> yeah. pay for it. I'll make fun of it, but I will not pay for it. Um <laughs> anyway, the article said there was some expert. I'm a I'm a Wall Street expert. A oh, Wall yeah. Street expert says that twenty twenty two will be a stock pickers market. It's oh, doesn't it seem like every year? This year, this is the one. This this is the year where we're no, actively sh- managed mutual funds and stock pickers. They are gonna get it. They're gonna nail it this time
2: because there's so much opportunity, right? I mean, there's <laughs> undervalued companies oh, sure. that people haven't invested in because yeah. they haven't invested in them. uh yeah. Because so a year ago, no they one said knows the same anything. thing.
1: No one knows. There's just hidden knowledge.
2: What a year ago, a bunch of forecasts from this said this is gonna be a stock picker's year. That was wait for twenty twenty one. Oh, yeah. What absolutely. A coincidence. Yeah. And then, and then it turned out. And by the way, this is why we think while hope does spring eternal for some things, it does not spring eternal for someone knowing the future, picking stocks, etc. cetera. Okay. Wait, 85% wait, wait, may I
1: correct you for a second. Hope, what did I say? Hope will always spring eternal.
2: I, well, that's what hope, I'm saying. It but should. It
1: may be misplaced hope. Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah. So when we it comes don't think to it should money, apply to this, yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Eighty five percent, 80, I mean, a year ago, 64 percent of actively managed funds underperformed their benchmarks in twenty twenty one. Eighty five. This is, by the way, done with a couple of weeks left. So a couple of people may have had really great, you know, last two weeks of December, eighty five percent. Almost 90%, I mean, nine out of 10 funds underperform the S and P's 500. Why would you own? And I know you do because I look at I your don't. portfolios all the time, all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You say, I'm We listen to your show. We love your show. Like, which part are you listening to? Because we going back and listening to old podcasts for almost 30 years now, we've been telling people just own index, mutual or, index funds, like or similar. Funds, yeah. yeah. Right. That's it. That's all you have to do. You don't need to pay more to buy something that's going to perform not as well. And but the beat Tom, goes on. Tom, beat goes on. Tom,
1: I am special. And therefore, yeah. because I am special, I know there must be special stock picking people who can who yeah. can pick for me because I'm special and I deserve someone special. That's the argument, isn't it? Really, <sighs> that's what it boils down to. Is that, that, of course, that somebody's getting it right. I, and I'm going to, because wait, wait, even based on your numbers, 10% That's or right. so.
2: 15, yeah. 10, 15, 15%, 15%, somewhere in there. They, you got to find those people. I, I am
1: going to pick those. What if I only pick those 10 or 15%? That do well, better? they,
2: and you will be very happy to know they did well in 2021, but their track record might not be as good in 2022. Who's the most famous active manager right now? It's a woman. She runs a thing called the oh, ARC Kathy Innovation Woods. Fund. Well, how'd she do in 2021 after 150% gain in 2020? A-R-K. A-R-K. Look, ARK. ARK innovation. Apparently, the ARK G-F. sunk. It did not hold water because. Ooh, down 24%. Yeah, 24%. So, this is what happens when you buy the hot hand. Oh, by the way, she is predicting. She, already, she has predicted that fund will make 40% a year for the next five years.
1: Well, she's basing that on her last five years because when you average out her good and her oh, bad, yeah. Yeah, her last sure. five years was 39% per year.
2: There you go. She's saying that's – so she needs to find the next Tesla, which I know is a big driver for her. Oh, big driver? That's no uh, pun intended.
1: Well, maybe it's uh, Rivian. I hear good things about yeah. the Rivian. Yeah. yeah. I,
2: I was that close, as you know, to you, buying one myself. Yeah. Well, but I was I just reading
1: reviews it. of it. I went – Yep, but it's seventy five thousand there the dollars.
2: There's not not very many driving yet. Anyway, yeah, I don't mean I'm not are, like you. I'm not the any. bleeding edge kind of guy. I'm
1: oh, years I'm, after the I'm bleeding it's edge, but not down. at seventy five grand. There's no way I'm bleeding <laughs> that edge.
2: Okay, so index mutual
1: funds. Unless I get your a raise. cost low. Oh, oh, sorry.
2: Yeah, nope. That's too late. We're <laughs> into the new year. Uh and and please, please, yeah. please, please. Yeah. The other part of all of this, just. Please be invested all the time. Don't, because it's still the number one call I get. Is I just came into X, or I came into X a year ago? What or, should I? I do? got this when money. Should what should I, I do? do? That is still the number one question. My number one answer is: What is the purpose of the money? How much risk you want to take? How much of this do you need? And what? How much you trying to make? And That's then once it. you answer Nothing. those
1: questions, you can build the right portfolio in which you should always be invested 855-935-TALK Tom and I created Vestory to help everyone become a better investor even those who will never be clients let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com
0: your guides to a really great financial future Tom and Don are
1: talking real money. The good news is, when you listen to Talking Real Money, you get special people talking to you, special people. We're all <laughs> special together. You just don't know how special we are until you call 855 935 Talk, and then you'll realize how special you really are because this year, Tom has decided to be nicer to you. As I don't think that's what I said exactly. I think you said I that. I said,
2: I. I I think I said my one goal is to be more positive.
1: He's gonna be about not, things. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be That's, less positive gruff. and
2: nice. Yeah. Okay. I'll think that through. Mm, he's not going to do it. There's no chance. It's like New Year's resolution. <laughs> I've made what? it almost 13 hours already. Come yeah, on.
1: You haven't talked to anybody until the last hour. That's true. You're just sits around watching soccer. Eight, five, I didn't. <laughs> how can there be so much soccer on all the time? I just like
2: love it. What a great live week.
1: Twenty four seven. There is I know. soccer.
2: My wife today said, why are you doing talk radio about money? You should be doing talk radio about oh, oh yeah. soccer.
1: Yeah, that'll have an audience of about 12. <laughs> in this,
2: country, in this but country, but in others it might. Uh.
1: Well, okay. Learn German uh, or Spanish.
2: In Schilligan's French. Yeah, got it.
1: Hungarian. I don't care. Swahili. Learn a foreign language. Actually, Spanish. That's probably the biggest one, isn't it? Oh, yeah, After definitely. ours. Yeah. Sure. Eight, five, oh. F- 855 oh, okay. 935 Talk is our phone number, but we also get a whole slew. I love the word slew. Slew of questions sent in at talkingrealmoney.com, the website.
2: Is that S-L-E-W or S-L-O-U-G-H?
1: Slew. S-L-E-W. A sl- okay. Yeah. That I think S-L-O-U-G-H is sl- slough. slough Likes to slough something off. I
2: thought it was. A, isn't that like a slew, like where there's water or something?
1: Or it could be oh, a. I s- could be wrong. You know that now. Hold
2: on. It's not a slew. I hate it.
1: It's I hate it slough. when you do that because I don't like <laughs> I having just, not, I just hate on having unanswered questions in my brain rattling around.
2: I'm telling you I'm right about this one.
1: It's a slew. You're right. Yeah, it's a yeah. swamp.
2: Yeah, that's what I think I said. Yeah, water's moving through it. Slowly. Yeah. yeah. I got one about, you know, eighty feet from where I stand at this moment. Okay, it is, Although it it may is be pronounced frozen.
1: Oh oh slew. Yeah. Right. Slew. Yeah. Um, and then we have a
2: number of those here in the Puget Sound region, as you might expect.
1: And I guess, let's see, If slewing is to go from side to side or yeah, wasn't
2: there a horse named Seattle slew once? Yeah.
1: Maybe because he slew
2: he got from stuck side in to side. the muck or something. It's either like a, a,
1: it's a verb or it's a noun. And oh. in the case of a noun, it's a whole bunch of something like a slew of questions oh, at talkingrealmoney.com. Yeah. <laughs> All
2: right. Hit me with one. All Hello. Right, silly aside. Yeah, Hello. Go.
1: I listen to you. Me. They're talking about. A yes. few months ago on Stacking yeah. Benjamins, uh-huh. ah, me, that was you. And yeah. enjoyed the discussion so much, I looked for, subscribed, and am still binging on Talking Real Money episodes. Oh,
2: thank I am you am for enjoying that.
1: Enjoying them and learning something new with each one. I have lots of questions, but my most pressing is: When do you recommend someone hire a CPA to help them tax plan? We have most of our assets at Fidelity and have been using the same tax preparer and enrolled agent for many years we -hmm. haven't found anyone at fidelity who wants to help us draw up a yearly plan for reviewing income and managing roth conversions each year and our tax preparer has said repeatedly that's with whom and where we should make such plans we're feeling stuck in the middle of service providers what do you recommend love the show susan
2: yeah i mean most cpas look back not forward that is actually a really good answer Thank you. That is a really good. Uh, it's a answer. new year, and, and I'm going to try surprised, to be better. Because Fidelity
1: does have, yeah, advisory services.
2: Exactly. It would be more extra of a financial advisor. For an extra yeah, fee. but I mean, that would be something your financial advisor generally mm-hmm. would say. Here's where you are. Here's what you could afford to do. Could you do a Roth? Could you do a Roth conversion? Could you do a backdoor Roth? That would be more. Again, with your financial advisor than with your CPA person. That se. makes
1: sense because at Vestry, we we, we work with people to plan yeah. forward,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah. but we don't do tax preparation, which is the going backward and saying, oh, you, you earned this much, you need to pay this much. We don't do that. We have CPAs with whom we work. Yeah who will do that but we don't do that so that is the best that really is i I, i'm giving you legitimate credit there is no sarcasm and i know you can't tell because i'm so sarcastic all the time but in this case there's no sarcasm that is really a good answer a cpa looks back a financial planner and i'd rather say registered investment advisor 100 percent fiduciary because that financial planner doesn't mean a darn Everybody. thing. Everybody, yeah. Right. Uh, your financial advice provider, who should be a 100% fiduciary, is the one who should be looking forward. And I'm surprised that they haven't
2: offered you one at Fidelity. Um, well, maybe they haven't. They've just decided they don't want to do that. I have no idea. But and this that- is, by the way, this is another thing, because we mentioned this last hour, previous podcast, about the people that have financial advisors. This is not a pitch. This is just, this is just, there is a study that shows you make by Vanguard that having the right type of a hundred percent fiduciary advisor, you end up making more money. There's another new study per year, yeah, more. a year, a, a lot. And there's another study that we mentioned today that shows that the people that have a financial advisor are happier about their money because they don't worry about it as much because things like this are, somebody's paying attention to this mm-hmm. where you don't have to, Mm-hmm. I think that and makes sense. Again, it, that's, that's not intended to be a pitch, but
1: it, it's, it's the a pitch. Truth. It's a pitch for the 1% of the industry that is actually good at this.
2: <laughs> well, that's true. Too. And Thank it's you.
1: true, folks. It's just 1% of the industry that is always required to act in your best interest. So I hate to tell you, I, I know you don't like bad news, but the person with whom you work, is probably not always a fiduciary. We just, I mean, today was one of the few times we had a caller or a question in the first hour or yesterday's podcast where a guy said, I work with Brighton Jones in Seattle, and we know they're a 100% fiduciary firm, but
0: they're in the minority.
2: And I just talked to somebody at the end of last week, a couple of days ago, that holds themselves out as an RIA. And then if you come in their office, they say, you know, you might be a good candidate for this annuity. So they send you over somewhere else and they get some sort of kickback, something, something for it. A
1: commission, probably. No, it was a commission because they were sending you to the agents, to the, to the insurance company itself. Correct. So the insurance company paid them as an agent a commission, which is not in your best interest. I don't care how they want to color this well i i believe selling an annuity is in their best interest but do you get a commission if you get a commission there is a conflict of interest so now the bar the bar has been raised so high when you do that you have to now the onus is on the advisor to prove that it is a far superior product far superior to anything else they could offer you that did not carry a commission You know, and the the simplest way to use this argument, it's it's the you have two S and P 500 funds, and this is actually a a true story. There are S and P 500 funds that are sold through commission salespeople that have a five percent commission, and there are S and P 500 funds that don't have a commission. Which one is likely to make you more money? Which one is in Mm. your best interest? If they sell you the one with the commission, they they can't be acting as a fiduciary, cannot. Eight five five nine three five talk is our number. Stay right there.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Tom and I created Vestory to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Why do we talk about real money? because it's really blasted important and so many people get it so horribly wrong because there's so much misleading information out there it's just awful it really is it's the it's the wild self-serving west of money we have regulators but they just don't regulate the right places 85593 <laughs> like insurance 855935 talk is our phone number and bernie is up hi bernie welcome to talking real money <laughs>
2: Hi. Speaker So oh, I have a question. I'm trying to find Vestry uh, um, or
1: Aptala on the National Associations Professional Financial Advisors NAPFA.org. Oh, I, don't and I can't find not. your name. I don't
2: think it. we're a member. I don't think we're a member. I don't member. think we're a member. Oh, that's a professional organization, and you actually have to have a planner inside of your organization. NAPFA. Yes, I'm aware of it. um and you actually one of your advisors no we never did i mean it's one of the things it's it's a place where you can go get advice from other planners it's a little different business than what vestry and appella are in that's more of a pure planning in other words if you called somebody up and said i just want to write a financial plan tell me about yourself you'd find more planners there we are we have planners and we do planning but we also manage money for a living so napfa well, I think NAPFA does some very good things mm-hmm. some good education, um, and does some good things for its members. It's just something we just, just, you know, I think consciously, Don, we looked at this. We did look six, at seven it years ago the, oh, and to nah, we do Well, yeah,
1: we, it, so. yeah, and it's not cheap. Um, and we didn't really see any advantage to joining NAPFA f- from the perspective of how we do business. Uh, but we probably could. We just haven't done it.
2: Air yeah, Center. and the thing about so, that is yeah, go ahead. When I was looking at
1: that list, I, I forget why I I I uh I punched on it, but it you know opens up with their explanation of who they are. But they're supposed to be all one hundred percent financial fiduciaries.
0: I'm a whole looking at
1: and, and, well, I see some, like Robbins we know who runs Robbins Yes, we do. And he's mm-hmm. a 100% fiduciary. Yep. We know the guy. Mm-hmm. We know the people yep. at Aviere, um, yep. and Allison yep. Spielman. Um, you know, so I'm just looking at the Seattle area. And the right. ones I'm looking at, they are fiduciary. Yes, That else.
2: is true. Here's one thing I will mention: it would not be just because you're a NAPFA member does not mean you're necessarily a good advisor per se. Yeah,
1: yeah you. It's, it, it's, it's just, one But you can join screen. it.
2: You can join it. Yeah, it doesn't. It, there's no requirement of any kind. Well, Maybe. there
1: is. There is. There is. You do have to. You no, know, you have to. um you, you have to show them your ADV Part Two. Yeah. Okay. Uh You must be a fee only must be fee only um if you're a pathway member what about have,
2: hourly i bet they have hourly members
1: i don't know but there's there's fee onlys
2: no commission uh, then
1: maybe yeah they're they're all fee only you must be fee only okay. so there's no commissioned advisors which yeah, eliminates a lot of the conflict of interest a
2: lot yeah that's good but they probably um, have planners that write plans that it's, you can pay it, for. It. Right. You yeah. must
1: offer comprehensive planning services yeah. and submit a sample comprehensive financial yeah. plan for peer review. And I think at the time we looked to, to 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 join, we did not have a full-time planner.
2: I'll bet you, by the way, inside of Appella, there is someone, oh, one of the advisors, it. that's a NAPFA member. Almost guarantee that because
1: we've right. let me, let me had
2: people around for a long time that have been doing this. So – um <clears throat> so there, it's a fine organization again but it wouldn't be necessarily the place i would go to find an advisor
1: but it's a good start appella i'm gonna look them up and see if they're in there
2: uh, in the area. Uh, yeah uh Dian- it's, it's diana diana bacon short, it's who's, a lot
1: shorter is a lot shorter than this one right huh? because these are financial planners and, and your list is not typically financial planners per se not just, yeah, but, but right. just to let you know, Diana Bacon, who is part yeah, of our firm. She's one of our advisors. She's mm-hmm. one of our advisors in Texas. Yeah. She's a member of NAPFA. Yeah, um, there you go. Uh, Chris Brown, who's yeah. in Knoxville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. is a member yeah. of NAPFA. Uh, Jamie Ruff, who's in Alpharetta is a, Alpharetta? Alpharetta. That's what it says. Alpharetta. I don't even know what is
2: that. I, I, oh, that's a new one to me. No, Alpharetta's
1: outside of Atlanta. Um, oh, okay yeah, yeah so,
2: so we do have members yeah, we have people of our organization it's also
1: individual in it. human beings by the way yeah, um exactly. more than yeah. firms so but yeah no it's a good place to start thanks for the call we appreciate it we like NAPFA. 855-935-TALK is our number 855-935-8255 give us a call we'll uh, try and make money make a little more sense for you
0: tom and don are talking real
1: money is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com.
0: In the for Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Shannon O'Donnell. Mostly cloudy skies 33 in Seattle. great future we're talking real money hi welcome back to our
1: little show i'm don tom's over there we're here for you
0: on new year's
1: day we like doing the show so much we did New year's day we couldn't come in they wouldn't let us come in on christmas they told us we had to stay home on christmas but otherwise we're here they did they didn't run any shows right
2: no that well, they ran your christmas my tales of stories, whatever.
1: short yeah. stories story from litreading.com yeah. my other podcast service
2: oh yeah i'm plugging sign up today I'm please plugging. that's you lip lipreading.com
1: no. I, I even put in my sh- my thing on saturday i said it's yeah. lit reading tom ah. not lip reading i actually said tom <laughs> okay tom i did i'm going to milk that bad joke as far as it can go really you milking a bad joke that that's never a surprise, happens I know. All right, uh, 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. We've got uh, a couple lines open for you right now. And, Chris, you are up next. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, gentlemen, and Happy New Year to you. I appreciate you working today. Well, our pleasure. Um, We're glad to be here. Yeah, I like listening to your show, and I look forward to it every week, and I usually learn something, and that's why I keep listening. So thank you very much for that. Uh, question I have is with the new year and the Fed's talking about increasing interest rates, um, I think like three different times. Um, yeah. How is that going, How is that going to affect the
0: bonds? Does that make any sense?
1: <laughs> me, this is This is a really interesting question because I just read an article about this because the markets, the bond markets, are not influenced by what the Federal Reserve nope. does. Not at they all. are
2: independently traded, and by the way, they're more actively traded than the stock market in many ways. And the fact is, by the way, let's yeah, go Most ahead.
1: people, but, but the fact is that rates have actually, since the Fed has announced that they are going to raise overnight short-term well, rates,
2: rates on bonds have actually snuck down a little bit. Yeah, and I just ran the numbers this morning because I thought this might come up. Twenty nineteen uh intermediate term bond fund made half of one percent. Twenty. Uh, twenty made <laughs> quarter of one percent, and last year twenty twenty one lost one point four percent. So, right it has not. We have not made a lot of money in bonds.
1: Uh, but we're not so, and, supposed to make money in bonds. No, and
2: so and by the way, we have no idea, nor does anyone else, what will happen to the bond market in twenty twenty two. I do know this about bonds. I just mentioned some numbers. They're pretty small <laughs> they compared to what the stock market has done bonds are should be there to tamp down the volatility in your portfolio they've done a good job with that the right type of bonds right intermediate term mm-hmm. most government yep. shorter term that has done a very good job that's why I think Chris you should own bonds I have no idea about your situation anything else is purely speculative anything else about well what's going to happen tomorrow when the FED raises rates what's that going to mean to the value of a bond portfolio by the way there's Bond portfolio is going to be buying new ones at higher rates. So There's going to be all kinds of mixing going on there that may affect the actual price of that bond fund. And you need
1: to remember this. Markets don't react to expected news. They anticipate and react prior to the events occurring. So any interest rate hikes that come about in 2022, as long as they're small and, and within expectations... Should have no impact on the bond market. They should have already had an impact on it because markets anticipate, don't react unless, unless the event is outside of the expectation. Make sense? Yes. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You're very welcome. Thank Thanks
2: you. Nice. And by the way, speaking of bonds, I mean, this is a fascinating thing. A guy called the bond king once. Well, Bill Gross. Yeah. Bill Gross. And a guy named Jeffrey Gunlatch, who was sort of his successor. Mm hmm. Look at their track record since they were sort of anointed as the, you know, the people that know about the bond market. It has not been very good. Sometimes people get into a place where they like stock pickers where they do well for a while. And then over time, I mean, I can remember Bill Gross and Jeffrey Gundlach sort of arguing with the Federal Reserve. You can't do that. That's wrong. That's not you're not doing the right thing. Well, they don't care what Jeffrey Gundlach says. And they don't pay attention to what Bill Gross says. They do. They make their moves based on you know whether they feel feel like inflation's under control, et cetera. So I would not be trying to anticipate because the people that try to anticipate do a poor job of that. Very poor job over the long.
1: When they do a good job, we can we can show you evidence that might lead you to believe that their outperformance was more likely due to luck. Then to skill. Remember, people do win sometimes, like lotteries, stuff like that.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: I don't even want anybody to call just don't want you to call because there are times when a question just comes up in rotation from talking real com that I'm 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 if I had a bit I'd be literally chomping at it
2: this is really a doozy I can tell right now Uh, yeah go ahead I'm going
1: to I am going to rearrange the question slightly I will not change the language I want to rearrange it for dramatic effect I've rewritten it slightly. I've done a rewrite.
2: Okay. All right.
1: It. Hi, Tom and Don. Love your podcast. One of my favorites to listen to on my daily walks. Wish I had found you way back when so I could have avoided all of the painful financial life lessons. Mm-hmm. I've learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. Have you? Okay. Wanted to ask you a question. Tom, here's the question. Ready? Suppose a couple came to you looking for financial advice. Let's say this couple had an annual income of $40,000 a year and their total debt was $290,000. What advice would you give the couple regarding their plan to take on an additional $20,000 in debt to help them keep up with their payments on their current debt? I think we both know none of us would support that solution. There's some missing information there. How much is this couple worth? Do they have a billion dollars in assets or a million, yeah. 10 million? How much Is they this worth? a mortgage? Is this right. credit what card kind debt? Of debt? What's it debt loan? against? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Here, let me continue. So here's his point. This was a, this was a gotcha question. Ah, this is okay. a gotcha question. Mm. Because if we multiply each of those figures by a hundred million, we arrive at the U.S. national debt. 29 trillion revenue, Mm. 4 trillion and expected Mm. debt limit increase, 2 to 2.5 trillion. And so he goes on to stay to say, this is, I'm going back to the first paragraph that I left out. I am aligned with your one, with you 100% in my personal finances. He's not. He said a hundred because then he says, but still struggle with your stance on Bitcoin. You often state that Bitcoin is a proposed solution looking for a problem. Bitcoin was created as a result of the 2008 financial collapse. The government debt
2: before then, but okay. The
1: government debt he's saying is a problem I like many others are looking for an alternative to what looks very much like a sinking ship. For folks like me that are looking for a plan B if not Bitcoin, what suggestions would you offer?
2: Okay, so let me make sure – I think I can frame this question now. The question is, should the U.S. government somehow renege on its debts the currency of the United States goes way down? Mm -hmm. Should I own something else that still maintains its value?
1: You got it. You got the gist of it. But, I mean, there's a lot more
2: political – Oh, in yeah, here that yeah, i really yeah,
1: want yeah, to get into yeah, yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot of political people to
2: listen to this for, we're not going to go there so,
1: but what what is your solution should the u.s government default right. on its debt everything yeah. goes to hell in a handbasket what would you do
2: uh you know i don't know
1: i do i have the okay. perfect
2: solution okay go because it wouldn't if, be bitcoin by the way no
1: so. i it wouldn't it would not be bitcoin because bear in mind we are by far by incredible margins the largest economy on the planet. We really are. In and terms we're of the market capitalization, yeah. we're the most trusted economy. And if,
2: yeah, the securities issued by the U.S. government, there is no comparison to anything else in terms of whether or not foreign investors believe they'll get their money back. There's if, no comparison.
1: If, if, I'm going to say if, your conclusions are correct, and I would argue your conclusions are not necessarily correct, I mean, the U.S.,
2: I just looked it up. I don't know about the debt being that high, but
1: it is that high. The U.S. has, though, one thing that our hypothetical couple does not have. The U.S. government owns property, huge amounts of property. Yeah. The, just the oil and gas underneath U.S. owned property is estimated to be worth $128 trillion. That,
2: that's just the land
1: under the land. The, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. The, the stuff, land itself. Yeah, the is mineral rights. About cetera, 20 yeah. to 30 trillion dollars. Just okay, the so land.
2: Start selling that off. But yeah. I, I Plus, again, wait I don't a know. Minute. Yeah. Can
1: our hypothetical couple tax all of the other hypothetical couples in the world to help pay a their lot. debt? No, but the U.S. government can. Government
2: can. Sure. of course.
1: Uh, but 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 here's the alternative. If the U.S. government fails, yes, fails, the, the whole world is going down with us.
2: Yeah, I I don't see any – again, I don't think Bitcoin would be the life raft there that would make sure you're okay. No, there there And I don't know of another currency that wouldn't sink because they'd be like, this is the end of the world economy. they go down with them.
1: Gold will collapse in that scenario because gold is not edible.
2: Okay, so then you are left truly with the three most important things.
1: Guns, Guns, canned food. food. and ammo. Yeah.
2: That's yep. it. That's it. So, I, if I were you and you want the alternative, clean out the basement, mm-hmm. put up the shelves, stock up. Stock up. Because nobody's going to want gonna your happen. bloody Bitcoin. No, it, no.
1: There's nothing backing. There's, there won't least, be an
2: exchange anymore. At I don't least think, the at that US
1: point. dollar has hard assets and, and government taxing authority. Tax, you can be arrested for not paying your taxes and go to jail. Bitcoin does not have the ability to tax to support its currency.
2: Didn't we have another question like that where the guy said, I could pass these assets on and not pay any tax on them.
1: No, yeah, no, that's a that. future question coming up.
2: Okay. All right. <laughs> it's like, you could cheat on your taxes. Go right ahead. So,
1: um, that's why we, we, we don't recommend Bitcoin. We're uh, never,
2: and, okay. and I'm telling you, we're never
1: going to. I, I, I can tell you with confidence of over 30 years of talking to people about money and all the latest little doohickeys that came up along the way that I'm never, ever, ever going to fall in behind this. The only people, people are only excited about Bitcoin because they own some
2: and they want to make sure. Can- they want to make yeah, sure they it think keeps going that their business up. could profit by adding that in some way because i see a certain well-known tech president has decided to back it now too which like anyway, shocks
1: me i thought he was smarter that. Yeah, i mean than that. my
2: biggest worry actually about bitcoin is when that does come to an end what that's going to mean in terms of confidence in the rest i think that's a real problem
1: right that, that goes to sh- me that's a much that's, much much yeah, bigger than the other way around uh, it's it's a it's a much bigger blade hanging over the yeah. economy. Mm-hmm. It's like I agree. A, there's a there's a crypto guillotine
2: that is. You gonna, thought the real estate collapse was bad? D, 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 well, right. it was
1: bad. But yeah, crypto crypto's into the trillions of of, yes, it is. of made up it dollars is. now.
2: I know, I know. And, and people and think insert, that's how much they have, and when they find out they don't, that's going to be bad.
1: Why is Bitcoin of value? then aren't the other 15,000 cryptocurrencies what what how do you determine which of these made up currencies is the good one they're all made up every one of them is made up they have no underlying value except what the greater fool will pay for them
2: that's exactly the right thing the next person that believes something's worth it that's it there is no other value they don't pay dividends etc and, and here's the thing i,
1: I read about crypto far more than I ever, ever, ever imagined I would or probably even should. And not one article that I've read explains why Bitcoin should have value. The argument is always, well, you don't get the blockchain. No, no, I get the blockchain. I could never create my own blockchain because I'm not that computer savvy, but I get what it is. I understand that. I just don't understand why one or two of the blockchain currencies are the ones that are somehow worthwhile
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Okay. Assuming Omicron runs its little course and gets done soon, um, we're gonna have a great event coming up in February. <laughs> it's called Retire Meat. And this is It a, is a great I, event. It is a great, a great event. No, no, question. no plus question. Yeah. plus it's like the best sandwiches. You could even take yeah. what take it home, store it in your basement for Armageddon. <laughs> Get uh,
2: ready with the can You ready to go? Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, this is a great event. We got some good people showing up in 10 seconds. Who's going to be there? 10 seconds.
2: Uh, Rick Gregorick, Tom Cock, Don McDonald. Who am I leaving out? Herb Weissbaum, Apollo Lopescu. Apollo Pescu. Uh, I always try to get Paul Maryman, put on the spot. maybe by yeah, video. To, no, he is, he's there. Oh, oh he's, he's there. there he's so. there.
1: Get, get your yeah. the tickets now. RetireMeat.com. Hurry
0: Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?